Hi, I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority, Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. Barb, God bless you, and thank you for that. Barb is an author. Barb Schlinker is a pilot, and Barb enjoys all that Colorado Springs has to offer with her amazing team. Barb, always great to be talking with you. Now, last week was full of jaw-dropping news, including the loss of our brave Americans in Afghanistan. As a veteran, you understand that. Congress pushing through another massive spending bill, and the Supreme Court struck down the eviction moratorium as unlawful. I'd love to get your insight on these events and how they may affect the real estate market going forward. Well, Richard, I I just first have to say that my heart goes out to the families that lost their loved ones in Afghanistan. It's just devastating. And it strikes me very deeply. I am a Marine mom whose son was tagged to go to Afghanistan. But for some reason, I think they just weren't geographically close enough when this whole thing started happening. So he didn't go. And, And you know what? When I talked to him about it, he was upset. They wanted to go. They, that, that's what our service members do. They run into the fire because they, they believe in our country and our freedom. And that's why I respect service members so much. Yeah, the Congress did pass more massive spending. I think they still have to work it out between the Senate with reconciliation. But what's behind that are some pretty scary things. One of them that they're going to increase the capital gains tax by double, more than double, actually. So if you have investment properties, now's the time to sell. And they're also going to increase income taxes. And then at least the Supreme Court did something right. So they struck down the CDC's authority to impose an eviction moratorium on landlords And I think that's a good thing because it really does interfere with basically contract law and property rights and all kinds of things like that. So I know that the COVID outbreak had a lot to do with people losing employment. And that's a sad thing, but I believe we've come around the corner on that. And unfortunately, the COVID outbreak somehow made the landlords bad guys. So things have changed, and I think for the good. So basically, COVID and the federal government made it easy for workers to stay home and live on unemployment. And I can tell you a story that hits me directly. I had an employee more than two years ago that worked for me for only one month. He actually left my company nine months before COVID broke out, went on unemployment, and still to this day is on unemployment. And I know he's perfectly capable of working. So unfortunately, you know, many of the landlords in the US are mom and mom and pop still kind of businesses, right? They, uh, there are people like me that they'll buy an investment property, or maybe there are service members that have a home, they didn't want to sell it before they got transferred to their next duty station. So they kept it as a rental. So you can imagine how hard it is for them to have their tenant suddenly say, oh, sorry, I lost my job, I can't pay. And the federal government comes down and says, oh, that's okay, you don't have to pay and you can stay in the house. I actually helped 
one home seller recently who had a rental here in town. They had not received rent payment for more than a year and a half. Okay. And there was really nothing they could do about it. So they were so ready to sell that thing. So I'm really glad that the Supreme Court made the right decision and declared the CDC's eviction moratorium unlawful and no longer justified. And you know what? There are solutions for people that have faced a hardship of either not being able to pay rent or not receiving rent. There are actually some great state programs that can really fill the holes with this problem. You know, what if a tenant hasn't paid for 18 months and, and suddenly the eviction moratorium gets struck down? Now what? Now what happens to them? Are they going to be you know, kicked out on the street? Well, I looked up and I did some research on it. And actually, there is a program in the state of Colorado called the Colorado Emergency Rental Assistance Program. This thing helps both landlords and tenants. And actually, the applicants can receive up to 15 months of past due rent, but they do, both the landlord and the tenant have to apply for this state program. And all they, either one has to start the process before they can receive assistance. So the question is, how much will they pay? And when I looked this up, I found this to be very, very interesting. Um, so basically, they'll pay up to 150% of fair market rent. Well, how much is that? And I just looked up El Paso County. You can actually Google the Colorado Emergency Rental Assistance Program and see every single county. But to pick El Paso County, they basically decided on what was fair market rent based on how many bedrooms are in the unit. So an efficiency is up to $1,671. That's a lot of money. For a one bedroom, $1,890. For a two bedroom, $2,349. For three bedrooms, $3,245. And for a four bedroom, $3,732. That's how much the government will reimburse people that have either not been able to pay their rent over this time period or the landlords that did not receive rent. And the income eligibility is also an easy test to pass. Basically, it says that the median income must be 80% or below the medium, medium income for your area. So again, I looked up El Paso County. Right now for a family of four, the median income is just under $80,000. That's pretty good. So that means an awful lot of people are going to be eligible. And if you want to apply, you can go up and, and watch my YouTube um, video of this segment, but you can go on the website that's uh, just Google Colorado Rental Assistance Program, and you'll find all you can, all you need about it. And you know what? If you're tired of being a landlord, I can help you. Right now, it's a really still a really strong real estate market. Our market value has raised almost 70,000 since the year began. I just helped somebody sell their townhome for well over asking price for cash. So I can absolutely help you with this. So if you're thinking of selling your investment property, you don't want to do this on your own. Right now, and we are going to talk about this today, the market is definitely showing some signs of slowing down. It used to be bidding wars on every single property and dog pile of buyers. 
but that's not just, that's not the case right now. And if you're interested in selling, my name is Barb Schlinker with your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty Colorado. I've helped thousands of home sellers sell their properties for top dollar, and I'd love to help you. And what we offer is tips on what to do, what not to do to get your house ready for sale, how much a buyer would pay for your home in this market, and how much you put in your pocket. All you need to do is call me at 719-301-3900 to get things started. And you want to hire a professional. You don't want to do this on your own in this market, especially with regard to pricing and all the other factors involved with selling a home. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. That's spelled S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R. And if you're interested in selling or buying, call Barb at 719-301-3900. And we're talking, Barb, about the effects on the real estate market right now with this eviction moratorium being struck down by the Supreme Court. Tell us more about how that impacts both sellers, buyers, and renters. Well, Richard, um, you know, some people will use the government assistance just to get caught up. And I, I think it's a good thing. I mean, you know, it was a government imposed, basically restriction on our economy. And the money is there. It's in place for the state to use uh, to help people. And this program is really a great safety net for the situation in hand. I mean, The last thing a landlord wants to do is evict somebody. I know I've been a landlord. I'm going to be one again. And it's not, it's not a good experience for anyone. The, the best case scenario is that they stay and, and everybody performs, but sometimes things go sideways. So it's good to know that there's a program out there that can support both the landlords and the tenants. And they added another program that they've, recently been having uh, meetings about, which is called the Homeowner Stabilization Program. So this has more to do with with people that are owning real estate or the people that want to buy real estate. So this law also allowed people to not make their house payments for all this time, right? So what happens when that ends, right? When they say, okay, you're going to have to make your payments again. Does that mean that these, these lenders are going to start the foreclosure process? So the state has set aside $170 million for this homeowner stabilization program. So it's designed to help people reinstate their payments, 70% of it. It's also uh, designed to help people reinstate their down payment. So there are down payment assistance programs right now to buy real estate. They're really kind of cool. I mean, it helps people that haven't saved the four or five percent that they need to put down. It basically gives them like a second mortgage and they can make those payments, make payments on the second mortgage to get into home ownership, which for the past five years has been a really good investment, even with zero down. So if they have gotten behind on those payments, there's funding to handle that. There's also funding for counseling and funding for the administrative process of that. And basically, this money can be used to pay utilities, internet service, delinquent property taxes, past due homeowners insurance. Because if you think about it, if part of your house payment pays property taxes and homeowners insurance, 
and you have not paid either one of those for a year and a half, if you have a loan, the lender definitely is going to step in and provide insurance for you. It's very expensive. They will also step in and pay taxes for you. But if the taxes are not paid, what the county does is they sell a tax lien. And if after three years, the taxes are not paid, somebody could foreclose on your house and get your house just for the tax money. There's a lot of rules around that, but homeowners insurance, HOA dues, some, some HOAs have the power to foreclose and other related housing charges. So let's say you don't have a mortgage, but you couldn't pay your homeowners insurance or you couldn't pay your taxes. Part of this program is to cover those expenses. So make sure you look into it. You can certainly call our office anytime. I'll be happy to give you information if, if you're not online, but it's called the homeowner homeowner stabilization program. The targeted populations include, include those that are less than the median income, those that might be socially disadvantaged, or those that do not have a mortgage, their homes are free and clear, and they're not able to keep up with the cost. And this assistance is actually structured as a grant, which is great. Also, they can reimburse your mortgage payments that you've missed, either partial or full accumulated interest, mortgage insurance, all those different kinds of things. Again, the same population, people that have less than the average median income, and those homeowners that use the government loans like FHA, VA, or USDA loans. And that assistance to reimburse your payments is a zero interest program, which is fantastic. And it's on a deferred loan program. In other words, you don't have to make payments on it for a long, long time, which is fabulous. So those programs are out there to help people that have really had a, had a hard time with this whole COVID thing kind of get back on track. So the question is, how does this affect our real estate market? Well, it starts with there's going to be less evictions, which I think is very good. There'll be less foreclosures. So if you go back to the meltdown, if you guys are in the market back then between 2008 to 2011, because there were so many foreclosures going on, it actually did drag the market values down by about 25% at that time. That is not the case if you have just a few onesies, twosies foreclosures. So if we, if we see less foreclosures, that's a good thing for our real estate market, and it'll have less downward pressure on home values. So if you're thinking of making a move, I'd love to help you. We will give you a free service on what's to do, what not to do to get ready for sale. Tell you what your home will sell for. Tell you what all the closing costs are and how much you'll put in your pocket when it sells. All you need to do is call us at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, S-C-H-L-I-N-K-E-R. Barb Schlinker of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And if you're thinking of making a move, call Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. Also, if you want that free report, getting the price you want and need, visit barbhasthebuyers.com. You go up to the green button in the upper right-hand corner that says free report and you'll find it there. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking more with Barb Schlinker about the current real estate market, buying, selling, and what it all means to you. Stay tuned for that. 